everybody, and welcome to another episode of Bat Banter, where today's podcast is proudly supported by the teams of Matt and our roller games and their mad footy board games, where they're kicking big bags of gold, making turnovers at critical times, and changing the way footy is delivered one game at a time. That's what this new AFL-inspired board game is all about, and you can find them on at Roller Games on Instagram, Roller Games on Facebook, and rollergames.com.au, that's R-O-L-L-A, to find out a bit more about them, but more importantly, to get your hands on a Mad for Footy board game for you and the family. Now, we've only got one team live in our um, WA Domestic Sports Weekly Wrap, who we touch base with, we touch base with, so that is the West Coast Fever. So let's get straight to them. To pass is Ariang with the interception. That's a massive play from the Diamonds goal defence. And if they can drain this, well, that's going to be oh. the exclamation point, isn't it? Well, that's why she's in the side. Firstly, Ariang with the interception. And then it was all Now the team has momentum back in their favour, heading into the final game of the season. It was a convincing display. Uh, where the team used lightning speed, the Fever consistently found Janelle Fowler in the circle, uh, which just proved unstoppable for the Giants' defence across the board. And that was really the main theme. They just couldn't stop um, the attacking threats of West Coast Fever, in particular, Janelle Fowler. Now the team in green won all four quarters, and despite being only up by four goals, going into the main break. Uh, they came out breathing fire during the third term because uh, what they did was they actually won at 21-15 to 15, and they held on by one goal in the last 15 minutes. Now the West Coast Fever, they shot the ball extremely accurate at 98% up against the Giants 78%. Whilst the percentages were pretty similar for the super shot, the Giants took 13 more, but were only 11 for 20. But in general play, the team dominated the defensive side of things. Uh, 18 to 9 gains, 6 more deflections, and 3 more defensive rebounds. And leading the way in this area was, and as dubbed by courtside commentator Sue Gordian, uh, she was called Bruce Almighty. And that, of course, was player of the match, Courtney Bruce, with her 9 deflections, 3 intercepts, uh, 3 defensive Defensive rebounds. Janelle also was in ominous form. She was 61 of 62, so only missed one goal across the game. And from a, a mid mid sort of court perspective, Verity Simmons was dynamite for her 29 assists and 33 feeds. She was everywhere. Uh, the Green Army went and they did it again. They showed up in droves at, uh, of course, Perth Arena or H. Uh, or, of course, RAC Arena, as we like to call it. For the second straight week, they broke the attendance record with 11,013 at a West Coast Fever regular season game. So well played, Green Army. Came out in droves, Sunday midday game, and uh, you came to show your passion, show your love for the West Coast Fever, and wear your green, and it was unreal. I watched uh, all of the second half. So um, it was just, you know, Great, great attendance there and just terrific well played. Now, as a result of the win and the defeat of the Thunderbirds to the Lightning, which happened earlier on in the day, the Fever have managed to jump back into second place ahead of the final round. And the final round, as we know, they're playing Collingwood down in Tasmania. Ugh, gross. But, uh, hey, all they have to do is take care of business. Uh, hopefully, again, they win. It doesn't matter whether the Thunderbirds win. Um, then, of course, top two is secured. And after that, they've got the double chance. And if they win the uh, the first final, which more than likely be up against the Sydney Swifts, they go straight through to the grand final. So, but uh, let's not get too ahead of ourselves. We've still got one more regular season game to play, as I know that uh, Coach Dan Ryan will be preparing and telling his team as well. But a uh, great win on the weekend and another great result 
for them that went their way in regards to the Thunderbirds losing. But we're going to leave it there. Now let's get into a couple of teams to talk about some personnel ins and outs. And let's start off with the Perth Lynx. Ryan pops it over the top. Lovely ball movement. This time they get it inside to Scherf. I really like that. Again, that was the exact way Scherf scored last time with her other points. Ryan comes away with it. Margin back to nine. Scherf, she pulls the trigger from long range and makes it. There's some more basketball news, and this time we're talking about the Perth Lynx. Uh, the key 2023 and 2024 season dates, just before we get to some ins and outs, uh, have actually been put on our socials, so check them out when you get a chance. Some more signings, though, firstly with Coburn Cougar Steph Gorman, who can guard multiple positions. She can play multiple positions, and she can shoot it from range. The Wodonga local has been signed to the team. Uh, she had a successful college career at the University of San Diego before returning to Australia in 2022 finishing out the MBL1 South season with a Ballarat Minus, where she averaged 11.9 points, 4.2 rebounds, and 2.5 assists. And whilst playing for Coburn so far this season, upon her move to the West Coast, uh, she's averaging 17.6 points, 6.2 rebounds, and 2.8 assists. Now, unfortunately, another loss uh, for the club. Vice-captain and runner-up in the best and fairest, Lauren Scherf. She was actually in uh, the uh, all-WNBL all second team. Uh, Lauren Scherf has unfortunately left the club, but uh, she's also left the league in general. Uh, she'll be playing in Europe for next season. So good luck to Lauren. Uh, she was terrific the last two seasons. Super Scherf, just unstoppable. The double-double. Um, so yes, but I'm glad that she's not playing against us um, for another team, and she's gone on to greener pastures in Europe. So well played to her. Now the last new signing and it's 23 year old guard Mila Goodchild from the Melbourne Boomers uh, who also represented um, Australia in under 17 under 18 and under 19 uh, she had a successful career at Duke College so you know one of those very prestigious um, colleges over there in the US where she reached the 103 point milestone uh, quicker than any other player in the program history so quite an accomplishment in itself and whilst uh, Mila was a late addition to the Boomers squad as in the Melbourne and boomers. Uh, she had breakout games over the season with 18 points for assists and also a 17.5 rebound game. And she's currently averaging 27.5 points. Boom! 8.4 rebounds and 3.5 assists for Mount Gambia in the NBL 1 South competition. So a couple of additions, which is just terrific. Um, so yeah, we're going to leave it there until we hear more signings. That no doubt will be coming out in the coming weeks and months. But we're going to leave it there for the links. Let's now talk a little bit of Western Force. Yes, the season is done and dusted, but uh, in regards to signing and player personnel, well, it's kind of only just beginning. And the team is striking while the iron's hot. Well, that's what they say at least. And that's exactly what the force have done in re-signing exciting front rowers Tom Horton and Charlie Hancock through to 2024 and 2025, respectively. Now, Horton enjoyed a breakout season 2023, playing all 14 fixtures. Just terrific from the young man. And to Hancock, and his rookie year, he was tested with a lengthy hamstring 
hamstring injury, ruling him out for the start of the season. But he earned his way to the starting lineup in round 10. And whilst he's a Sydney Uni product, he's actually now playing for Cottesloe. And just lastly, congratulations go to Ned Slacksmith, Marley Pierce, Ronan Lee, and Jay Leake for being named in the representative 30-man squad to contest the Under-20 World Rugby Championship in South Africa. And on Ned Slacksmith as well, he's actually going to be the vice-captain. So great representation from the young uh, Western Force personnel and the squad there. Um, So just best of luck to them. Hopefully they go well and they can get the team across the line in that Under-20 World Rugby Championship in SA not South Australia, in South Africa. So that's it from now from the Western Force perspective. We are going to leave it there for them. But no doubt, uh, more signings similar to the links will come in the coming weeks and months. And we'll be right there with all the news for you. All right, that's it. We're done and we're dusted. Super short episode of, uh, of course, Season 3, Episode 48, the WA Domestic Sports Weekly Wrap, where the West Coast Fever got another win, and they are one win away from just securing a top two spot, which is what they need uh, to get them as close as they can to the grand final uh, to go back-to-back. Uh, the Perth Lynx, they're adding a couple of young players to their roster. Of course, huge loss in Lauren Scherf, but um, you, know, you just can't help these kinds of things. And uh, the Western Force, they had a couple of re-signings themselves and some uh, under-20 Australia representatives um, that are going to be going to that World Cup tournament. But if you haven't already, don't forget to like, subscribe, leave a rating, and leave a review on your favorite podcasting platform, be it Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can like us on Facebook, and you can follow us on Instagram. And whether you're listening in the morning, the afternoon, or the evening, it's been an absolute privilege to have you on board. And uh, myself, from me, yours truly, before touching base with you and all of our teams on the WA domestic sporting scene, But uh, stay safe, stay dry, and uh, stay nice and warm in this cool wintry weather. But for Madam Bats, I'm out for now.